Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I've got Sharpie, and I have Steve. Hey, Lisa. Hey. Howdy, Lisa. Howdy, Sharpie. How's it going? It's going well. Going well. It's been a long day. We have a new... Uh, I can understand that. We've got a new cheerleader in the house. Mm-hmm. And so we well, had that's a... exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And uh, so we had a basketball game tonight, and so it's just been... Actually, the same cheerleader got me up at 5 a.m.-ish to work on homework. And I was hoping I could, you know, catch up on maybe getting a nap. But then the day got away from me. And here we are late at night <laughs> recording podcast. And I'm, st- I'm still okay. That's the weird part. Well, that's because when the time changes, it automatically makes evenings 33 hours long. It seems like it. From the time it gets dark until the time it's actually bedtime is approximately uh, 33 hours. It seems like it, doesn't it? I hate that. You're like, oh my God, <laughs> it's, it it's got to be so late. And then you're like, oh, it's 7 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> there have been a couple nights in the last week that were like, okay, I'm going to bed. Oh, wait, it's 830. Yeah, it's <laughs> awful. I like it when it's light, at light longer. I don't like when it gets dark early. Yeah, I, you leave work and it's dark. Not my. It's, it's a big difference. Yeah, I hate it. It definitely pays on your psyche. I like to come home, be able to do things, go out, walk around, and it's sunny till nine, nine thirty. You know where it's sunny a lot. Florida. Florida. We're going to talk about something epic. Something Florida. Mm-hmm something bright and sunny we haven't talked about this and i we haven't covered universal's new theme park so i was like all right we got to do a show just on what the rumors are and what might be coming or what we know is coming to universal's epic universe um and so i i caught up on some videos online um and then there there's some of these attractions already in universal in japan that are open and then universal hollywood lisa was there and uh, the Mario Land is going in over there, but it wasn't open yet when she was there maybe, I don't know, a month ago or so. Um, but that'll be opening. And then over in Orlando, a whole nother theme park. I guess it's the third or fourth, depending on how you want to call They'll it. They'll call it the fourth. Yes. Over at Universal Orlando. Third dry, fourth park. Yes. So I'll go over the opening and then we can go through some of the lands and some of the rides in the in the lands. So it's planned to open summer 2025, which will be here before you know it. That might be when yeah. when Tron opens. <laughs> Sorry, it took a second for that to sink in because I was still figuring, okay, so we're almost, you know, I, I kind of feel like when we get out of the spring, we're like summer 23, two more years, and then you throw in the Tron thing. Well, yeah. Very funny. So... So it's going to be interesting. So what do you think will happen, Sharpie, when this park opens for Orlando, for people going to Orlando and they're like, oh, I want to go see it. I mean, I still, it's, I feel like now it's still like, hey, I want to go to Orlando Universal. I want to go to Harry Potter World, but I want to do it for a day or a couple days. Do you think that'll shift or change? Uh, yes. I, I think Universal Disney put the cart before the horse. Disney built out their parks, both Magic Kingdom and Epcot, and then 
and then and then really even Hollywood studios and then surrounded themselves with the resort capacity to support it. Mm -hmm. Universal has done the opposite where they have built out the resort and hotel capacity because they're not the developers. They contract with Lowe's to manage all of their resort properties. So with that partnership taken care of, they have been able to develop out their properties to increase capacity ahead of a major growth and expansion. Because right now, like there, there, there are two budget friendly resorts, um, endless summer, endless summer resort, you can get those for a, a pretty cheap price. Yeah, it's amazing. Once you, this other park opens and their demand increases, guess what else is going to happen? Yeah, those, yep. Their own property prices are going to go up. And and I can see why. Because demand's there. So not only do they have their two traditional parks, Islands of Adventure and the Universal Studios Orlando, but they also have Volcano Bay and now they're getting ready to open their third, third theme park gate, mm-hmm. still leaving that water park category in there. Yeah. So this is kind of off property. It's kind of, I think I want to say, I want to say Lockheed Martin, but I might be the, I might be saying the wrong area that this was in. There was a big kind of development area uh, off of, Universal Studios that they purchased. So I'm sure they'll have buses or some other way to get to and from the park. Um, so let me go through the lands. I'm gonna just I'll just read off the lands and then we can get into what's in each land. So, so real quick, yes, Epic Universe is gonna be located near the Orlando Convention Center. So it's gonna be on Sand Lake Road, um, just east of Universal Boulevard. Yes, yeah, so that's a ways. So it's it it is, but in terms of it seems like it's more of a distance because there's civilization. Yeah. There's like <laughs> life outside there in between the parks, but they're, they're not that far. Yeah. In terms of Disney parks. Well, I'm sure they'll have a dedicated, you know how Disney Springs has a bus lane and things like that. They'll have some dedicated lane or something. Uh, I would think. And they've been doing a ton of construction on those roads for years over there. Um, so I'm sure it'll, it'll work out. All right. But all right. So lands, this is kind of different themed lands. So there's a super Nintendo world, which I wasn't excited about, but then I saw the videos and I, I think I'm pretty excited now. There's a rumored classic monster land. Uh, I think the, that's going to be fun. In the concept art, it looks pretty amazing. There's the, I think uh-huh. this park is going to shift what people's expectations are from a theme park. Oh, it's going to be, yeah. I have a feeling they're going to set the, the, the Extremely new standard. Extremely immersive. Yeah. Which is going to be interesting. Um, then we've got a Harry Potter land. We have uh, how to train your dragon. I love that franchise. Oh, that's interesting. Cause I, I don't. Oh, I love it. They're so <laughs> cute. That's amazing. So that's all right. Good. I feel better about it now. Oh, I love them. And then there's just kind of a general entrance park area. And there's also a, uh, all right. So let's start with Super Nintendo World. See, that's going to be my least favorite. I thought it would be my least favorite, but then the rides are really cool. Okay. So the roller coaster is pretty interesting to me. So there's a couple, 
there's a Mario Kart and you know, it's been a long time since I played Mario Kart, but it's awesome. So you get it to, hasn't been that long. Well, yeah, it's been a while. But um you get to you ride in a little Mario Kart and then it's got like an augmented reality thing. And I and I haven't watched the uh Japan videos of this attraction, but I want to I need to take a look at it, but I can imagine like running over all the different things in some augmented reality and throwing bananas and bombs and everything and racing around. That would be cool. Um, and I think since it's already opened in Japan and I believe it's also coming to universal, uh, Holly, oh, Lisa put up the, uh, driving track from the existing parks back. It looks like they have a dedicated path to get. Yeah. Well, it, it does loop. And so you're going to be on universal Boulevard and then Kirkman. So okay. that's just going to circle. They must, they must have. So you're not sitting in traffic. They must have some dedicated lane or something for some type of bus. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so Mario Kart looks, I think that'll be cool. The thing that'll be tough for me to do is like, you'll ride it and kind of get the idea of it. And then I don't want to wait another two and a half hours to try again. Is it just me or are all these maps pointing to the fact that Epic Universe is going to cover as much area as everything Almost everything, not Endless Summer, but everything Universal. Oh, already has? Right. Oh, the property size is pretty huge. It looks like it's going to double, uh, nearly double what Universal And, and has. a lot of that, and some of that will be... 750 acres. Yeah. You know, have some for expansion, you know, because there's some rumors of some already, some uh, rides for later. So, you know, after they open, they'll have another ride two years later. So there's some rumors of those rides, hotels and things like that. Um, so I'm excited about Mario Kart. Yoshi's Yoshi's Adventure, um, which is also already open, uh, I believe also in Japan, kind of looks like kind of one of those slow moving uh, family attractions. Yeah. Just well, like a just for reference, bear. Magic Kingdom is 142 acres. So 142 is Magic Kingdom and this is 750? Hollywood Studios is 154. Epcot is 300. And Disney's largest park on earth which is animal kingdom is 500 acres oh wow that's bigger than all of that but this also is hotels is how much seven something did you say 750 750 acres 750 wow so it's one and a it half doubles times. the size of the universal orlando resort yeah yeah that's what it seems to do that's crazy massive and they're very good at doing a lot with little space with parking garages and really. Yeah. I mean, they nailed down the, in the internal transportation at, at what is already existing. Yeah. yeah. But when you consider all the hotels, the two, well, the three parks and city walk. And, yeah. and there's going to be a new resort hotel at the, at the park, at this park as well. Yep. That's and all the, crazy. And I hope and, it's a premiere. Uh, I have, we have information about it later on here. Okay. It's in the All right, uh, sorry, we're getting general area section. So anyway, so Yoshi's is going to be a, an attraction that opens up. And then this one is really cool. So Donkey Kong has a mine, uh, cart roller coaster. Now that the I want The theming looks amazing. The technology and, is going to be off the hook. And it looks like the way the ride vehicle, the mine car is created is it's above the actual track. 
So the track it's riding on, you you don't see, and you see a fake track that you think you're riding on. So the fake track in certain places is falls away or is broken, and you jump. You know, like in the real game, like in, like in, like and, in, and you like, make the jump, like similar to Mario Kart. Yeah, so you make the jump from part of the from part of the track to another part of the track. Um, but there's like a U shaped thing that's holding the cart way above the like the a track. C. Yeah. Yes, or yeah. Or a C. Or a sideways U. Or a I'll sideways U. Either way, yes. I'll give it to you. But that looks really cool. Um, so That's going to be the best thing. Yeah. So that's the Super Nintendo world. Uh, in the general area, kind of where you first walk in, there's a dueling coaster, which I don't, we don't know much about. Yeah, we don't know the theme. There's a, uh, it doesn't really... Which is interesting because there was Dueling Dragons over at Universal, which I rode as a kid. Well, but with Dueling Dragons, you had two coasters that wouldn't always take off at the same time. And they weren't side by side continuously. They only met up in a couple of places. Then you'd be like, go, go, go. Yeah, but remember why they stopped running it? Because people, like stuff would fall. They had acts. So I feel like. They were too close. So maybe this is different, I guess. Because sometimes, like, well, they'll learn. Yeah, there was there was an issue with the original dueling coasters because something would fly off, or someone would be stupid and toss something, and then hit somebody on the other coaster. Um, so there's a rumored, although I don't know if it's still rumored, because it looks like it's in the concept part, like it's pretty much there. There's a water family attraction kind of near the entrance. It looks like this kind of glass dome, cool area. There's also a large fountain. By the hotel, which could be like a uh, rivers or no, not fountain right. of nations. Eh, like uh, what's over at uh, no, I can't think of it. Oh, Bellagio, Bellagio or World of Color. Yeah, okay. Because in in the concept photos, it looks to be an amphitheater. Yeah, it could be cool. Because if water they water theater in the round, because they've never had a really good area, because of the area they use now was originally a boat show. Um, over at Universal Studios. Uh, and so they've kind of just keep changing it around and it's not really a big area, but they have now an area to really make a nighttime show. And if they do something like World of Color with Universal theme, it could be pretty amazing. Which World of Color is the best yeah. Disney nighttime show, hands down. Yes. Yep. So well, and it's flexible too, so I like that. Yep. But what's so unique about Universal's position with Epic Universe is they can learn <clears throat> from all these parks that are decades old and what they wish they could have what they wish they could do with current layouts and they can they can do it right. Not that the other parks aren't right by any means, but you know they can they can perfect it. They can take what was flawed now with the, the current parks and just make it different. I still think the genius behind um, Magic Kingdom having a tunnel system. That's so beyond its time. Yeah. Well, they did a lot of stuff. But yeah, I'm curious to see how they will modernize the, the building of a new theme park. Yep. So, all right, general area, again, restaurants, shops, uh, and the hotel that we were talking about, which is similar to like uh, Disneyland Paris, where they have the hotel at the entrance. 
Um, lots of trees. Do we know trees, much about the hotel? So uh, the Park Central Hotel, the the it looks like the name might be Helios Grand Hotel. Okay. Universal's Helios. I don't know. What is Helios? I don't know. Anyway. I don't know if that's some kind of... So I'm assuming it's... I don't it's, know. It's a high, I'm assuming it's a high-end hotel. There's a second hotel also that's off-site that's being built right now as well, which is uh, at Kirkman Road and Universal Boulevard. And I don't know the theme of that one, um, but that construction has started on that as well. So you'll have two new hotels that people can stay at. So we'll have to be booking those. Um, I'm assuming the one on Kirkman and Universal Boulevard will be Definitely uh, less expensive than the one right at the park entrance. I agree. Um, so that would give you at least two price points for that. I do wonder with an additional park that would mean spreading crowds out more. You think they'll make it a, a premiere and uh, offer the unlimited express pass with ooh, stays? Uh, Maybe. Yes. I think you could. I think uh, yeah. they would. Yeah. It's such a big seller for them. Yep. And this is going to give the opportunity for the guests to spread out, which is why they won't offer it, say, for Sapphire Falls. They want to make it a true perk mm-hmm. for staying at those resorts. So now that they'll have more um, attractions and more space to have the guests spread out and more rides for them to use Express on, yep. I think I think we're going to see another premiere. Yeah, could be, which would be awesome. Yeah. Especially since there's some distance from the rest of the parks to this park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and then I am assuming all hotels will get, um, what is it? Express pass to all three. Oh, I'm sure. Well, actually all four. Um, well, you don't, I guess you don't get it at mm, Volcano Bay. No. So, okay. So, all right. So, The next land is Universal's Monsters, which is rumored, although uh, that's kind of what it looks like in the concept art. It looks cool. So there's rumors of maybe a roller coaster and because there's a lot of um, all the roller coaster enthusiasts have have seen a lot of kind of footings poured. Yeah, the the pillars. In in the construction. The foundations. Yeah. So there's so it looks like there could be a roller coaster. Uh, and then there, there is a huge building that is going to be some type of indoor dark ride. Um, but they, nobody has any ideas of what that is actually going to be. Yeah. I mean, when you say in, in a classic sense, a dark ride, you know, you think Mr. Toad, you think, um, oh, yeah. well, you know, Snow White, but then you think Universal, uh, you you've got to think more along the lines of Transformers and Spider-Man yeah, yeah. for a dark ride. Yep. And so then you'll have the classic. It's not going to be the little buggy that just goes putt, putt, putt. Yeah. And then you'll have the classic Universal Monsters in there. Oh, I, so, I, I remember. Similar to Halloween Horror Nights. Yes. That was one of my favorite houses. And that was yeah, they've had two something, or three years ago. Well, they had one this year that was a classic monster themes as well. But it, I forget exactly what it was called. Um, Where you have Dracula and the mummy and. It was it was like classics on, yeah, creature from the black lagoon, all that kind of yeah werewolf, um, and then it looks like the styles of the building is a old Victorian theme, which would be really cool. Just you know how Epcot, you like walking around at night, and it just looks cool, and you get something to drink and something to eat, and you just love the environment. 
So that could be a lot of people are kind of excited about just hanging out in that area and what it might look like. And finally. Oh, two more. Yes. Two more. Yes. And I'm going to love both of these. So they already have the Wizarding World at the other two theme parks, which was a brilliant move. Yeah. Because at the time they're like, oh, they're going to expand Harry Potter. And then we're like, oh, my God, they're going to put it in the other park. You know what they could do? Instead of Hogwarts Express from park to park, uh-huh. they could have flu powder. <laughs> well, that, Steve's just looking at me like, you dork. Well, the, Thank you, Sharpie. The, that could totally work. That is similar to one of the rides that might be going in there. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so they're going to have a Harry Potter Wizarding World land at this park as well. So there's a couple of rumors going around. One is that it might be themed and set in Paris for the Fantastic Beast movie. Oh, with those, um, they look like drain pipes to me. What are those? Those are the flues. The other thing, the, uh, the other thing that has been going around is it could be Harry Potter Ministry of Magic set in London. And that's where you get into those. Remember the Ministry of Magic and they get mm-hmm. into those big chimneys and then the... Yeah. Yeah. And then there's some ride concept vehicles that look like that, that they've filed. They've got to make it a different wizarding world, though. And I think they might go with um, Fantastic Beasts. That's what they originally said. But then more and more rumors are coming out about Ministry of Magic. So I don't know. I think they will have more, um, more of a following if they go with Ministry of Magic. But to stay true to J.K., you would go with the Fantastic Beast. I don't know. I haven't seen, there's another Fantastic Beast movie, right? There's two. Yeah. I've only seen the first one. Are you sure? Yeah, I need to see the next one. Okay. There's just so much material. Yeah. To bring to life. So, and then So there, much IP to profit on. It looks Correct. like they already have an expansion pad for another major e-ticket attraction in the Wizarding World, uh, which would make sense because usually, you know, the park opens and then they have something else a year or two later. So that's probably going to be for, so they don't want to open every ride. So they're probably going to build a second kind of e-ticket attraction over in Wizarding World for maybe a couple of years after it's open to get uh, attention back. And then the last land, which I thought, this is not a franchise that, I mean, it was okay. But it's not a franchise I think about or I've really, I think I've seen the movie once. I am in love with all the characters. I think they're all so well created. They are, I guess. I just don't know why. So anyways, it's How to Train Your Dragon. Yay. So there's obviously things in, in that movie that you can do. Sharpie, do you know that series? Yeah. Okay. It's fun. It's a lot. Of, it's a lot of fantasy. It's a lot of. Yes. Uh, I I think a park like this that has so much immersion is a perfect fit. Oh, it would be so fun! Can you imagine because a dining hall? Here, here's here's something here here's something to chew on. Mm-hmm. Think about this. Okay. Magic Kingdom, yes, has immersive lands, but it has doesn't have a single area that is dedicated to bringing one piece of intellectual property to life. 
Yeah. No, it was well, not part. Magic Kingdom. Epcot wasn't built for that purpose. No. Hollywood Studios wasn't until yeah. Toy Story Land opened. Yep. That it had a full immersive area. Yeah. And then, of course, you have Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Some people love, some people hate. Star Wars diehards yeah. dislike it. Yeah. But think about what the Hogsmeade area, the original Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Think about what that area of that park did to set the tone for what an immersive land could be. Yeah. Well, Sharpie, I'm surprised you didn't even bring this up. Which one? Oh, Pandora. Oh, well, Pandora, yes. <sighs> oh, what are you thinking? Well, there's, uh... <laughs> well, there's what? There's so little in the land. That's true. That is a direct connection to the movie. That it's, it's hard to like put yourself there. Cause one right now there's only one movie. Yeah. Still <laughs> the other one's and close they're re, and they're having to re-release the original yeah. in order to prime the pump, to get people to re re-engage yeah. with the franchise Remember, in order to get yeah. excited about the second movie yeah. that is so old forthcoming. Remember 27 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, let's not forget that there was how, a huge was a gap long between Star Wars episodes. This is true. Oh yeah. Yeah. But at least there were three movies instead of one and then nothing for, yeah. I don't know when it, I will have to look and see when it came out, but it was a long time ago. But you also don't have, have a cult following of people None. out there learning. No. Uh, None. Learn, learning the language. So it's, yeah, but yeah. No cute characters. Similar, similar yet yeah. dissimilar. Yeah. Agreed. I, I agree. Agreed. I agree. Star Wars. Cars Land is, is cool. a different. Cars Land over Disneyland, but that was later yeah, then, down the but, road but too. But then you, you link up Hogsmeade. Yeah. With Diagon Alley. Yeah, it's amazing. And then you've got the Hogwarts Express running between the two of them. Yeah. Including yeah. the train platform. Yeah, yeah. Was, and the cool. train stations, yes, the whole thing. Yeah, it's brilliant. Right. The and, hidden and, train, the hidden the hidden um Diagon Alley, all of that. So if, so if you can pull out all of that depth of theming that was achieved with those two areas and their and their uh synchronous linkage and imagine what they're going to do with an entire park dedicated oh, I know. to, to lands that are that immersive. Yeah. And just a small little tangent. Cause I'm thinking Harry we specialize Potter in tangents. We do. We've got the corner on the market, but, um, so Harry Potter, Daniel Ratcliffe, we saw weird Al. Oh, we saw the, the documentary. Yes. The on uh autobiography or the biographical. On Roku. Yeah. Weird. Weird Al Yankovic. It was weird. Oh, you gotta watch it. If you, he did if a you good actually job. they did a really good That's pretty amazing. Like in-depth interview with him on NPR yesterday evening. With Daniel or with Weird Al? With Weird Al. Okay. The Roku uh Weird Al, I guess, movie is it's pretty funny. Yeah. 
it, it was funny. It's exactly what you would think <laughs> for a uh, weird, weird owl. I think Daniel did a good job. Documentary. Um, you know, I, I didn't see Harry Potter as much, but then I saw something that was Harry Potter. I'm like, oh, that's Weird Al. So it kind of reversed. That's the sign of a good actor. But, yeah, it was good. You know, he's taking on weird roles now. All right. So we got, all right. So how you, how to train your dragon. So there is possibly a grand hall dining experience, which Lisa was just talking about. That could be amazing. There is a theater building um, with a live show. So there is a live show already of how to train your dragon in China at one of the universal parks. So the rumor is that that show will also be coming here. And then it looks like there's a very large roller coaster going in that kind of extends through other areas of the park. Like it kind of goes into the general area and then back into uh, how to train your dragon. So that's going to be amazing. So here's, I, I, I kind of wonder if it could be the perfect storm because you've got Disney with not people. It's still a long ways away, but Disney fans are, haven't been happy and it, and the economy's not doing great. There's a mini uprising. And then you finally have this huge theme park that's going to open at Universal. You've got affordable pricing at some of the Universal hotels and affordable, and we actually have annual passes, and the annual pass prices are nice and decent. Um, and then you're going to have this amazing park that opens. So I don't know. It's only going to get better for us as the consumer. That's... Yeah. That's the beauty yep. of it. Yeah. And it forces Disney's hand again into uh, something. Expanding something, building something, doing something. What's the last resort that Disney built? Well, they did, uh, oh, that um, Riviera. Oh, they did Riviera. I still haven't yeah. been, but everybody loves it. Oh, you, I love you have it. Been. I know. Yeah. Riviera and Coronado, the tower over there was not too long ago. Copper Creek. Yeah. And you know, uh, since you mentioned these, I, I, I have to I have to put this out there. <laughs> oh boy! Having spent a day at Wilderness Lodge, uh -huh. just working in the lobby, spending time there, enjoying enjoying everything that I love about that resort, and then visiting uh, the Grand Estino Tower at mm -hmm. Coronado the next day. Mm -hmm. Animal Kingdom Lodge and Wilderness Lodge and to, and to some degree, Yacht Club, Beach Club, Boardwalk. Uh-huh. And of course, Grand Floridian. I'm going to, I'm going to exclude the contemporary and, and the Polynesian from this because they're, they're tr true, true legacy resorts. Yeah. But when you look at the quality of the architecture, the build quality, the quality of materials and the fact that that all of those golden era Disney resorts that were built during the Eisner era, because Eisner yeah. was an architecture fanatic. Yep. He loved architecture and he knew that that good architecture not only stands the test of time, but it also effectively funnels organizational or corporate wealth from one generation to the next. 
You build mm-hmm. a quality property. You build it with quality materials. You go in every few years. You refresh it. You do soft goods updates. Yeah. You do your your work to refurbish it to maintain it. It will literally last lifetimes. You look at new resorts and new renovations and new updates and new refurbishments. The quality of the materials isn't there. Yeah. So they're having to do it more often. Think about how long Wilderness Lodge went before it underwent a wholesale renovation. Yeah. Where where they're 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 just not investing the way they were. Yeah, I agree. I mean those yeah, those hotels when you look at the lobbies and the it's just beautiful and they're they're built to last like you said, but it's similar in like housing construction. Like if you look at the houses that are going up now like from 2020 and on, it's like the materials are awful. <laughs> it's like like the construction and the materials and anything on all the super new houses is just like how fast can we put these things up? Um, so I wonder later on how, you know, what kind of issues they're going to have, but yeah, they definitely are not as, uh, things aren't as sturdy. It's same with furniture too. It seems like, uh, furniture used to be sturdy and real wood and passed down from generation to generation type of furniture. And and now it's all in a cardboard box and you put it together with some glue and some screws and, uh, and it's just fiber or it's just like a sawdust pressed together with uh, stickers on it to make it look like wood. And then it gets, it lasts for a little while and then you smash it up and throw it away. It seems like everything's kind of gone that way. But those hotels, that's, yeah, that's definitely the older hotels. The, I don't know, the Coronado tower looks nice, but I can understand it's basically like all the new hotels. It's just a, a high rise structure. Um, like any high rise versus. Uh, yeah. And, and I mean, you like you even, even look at hard rock, Royal Pacific and Portofino Bay, you look at those resorts and the quality of architecture, the quality of materials, the overall design of the resort is just incredible. Yeah. They're, yeah. And they all have these, uh, grand staircase and each one, they have some signature staircase they have some unique features um yeah we'll see hopefully well i I don't know who's doing i don't know if lowe's is doing this new hotel over at um epic universe or if uh who's or if universal has a new division that's putting that together but it'd be interesting to see what that one is because that'll be definitely one of their signature hotels So 2025, Epic Universe, two Disney cruise ships. Yeah, that's crazy. Coming out that year. A lot of stuff in 2025 that is going to be going after your vacation dollars. Hopefully the economy's good. It's going to be interesting to see what's going on. What is this? This is tw- end of 22. So all of 23, all of 24, and a half a year of 25, two and a half years. It'll be here before you know it. All right. 
Any other Exciting, though. anything else on Epic Universe? Nothing else that I can think of. I'm excited. You know, whenever we start talking about this kind of stuff, it it just I I want it to get here faster. I'll just have, this will be a long just one. Rounding out its 51st year yeah. in the Orlando market. Wow. Seems like a lot, but then again, it doesn't. It's like only been there 51 years. And all the changes. Well, and then Disney's going into 100. 100. Yeah. That's fun. I hope we have all kinds of fun things for that. And there's not a whole lot of. just announced the new. Um, uh, the art of Disney exhibit that's opening at the Franklin Institute in Philadelphia. Hmm. Neat. I think I might try to get up to see that. That'll be cool. All right, let's wrap it up. We got another show. We're okay. Gonna, well, let's get... wrap this one up. All right. I would like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you have any comments or questions, please send those to us at comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening. And please join us again next time on Mouse Chat.